So like my favorite cereal is Cocoa Puffs and they have like this cool thing where like if you find a special card inside the Cocoa Puffs box that you can like go see an early screening of uh, Star Wars The Fo- Force Awakens. So I found that card, right? So I go there and I'm watching. Shut up, Brandon! Welcome to the Shut Up Brandon podcast. I'm Dustin. I am Dave. I'm Brandon. And we are here at the podcast. June 6th. This is getting recorded. Saturday, June 6th. Gonna have a good time. God knows what will be posted because this is podcast. Our special guest is Fat Albert. (laughs) Yeah. He's here to clear the Cosby name. No, he's not. No, he's here to confirm the Cosby. He's here to implicate Bill Cosby. Even further? Yeah. Down that slippery slope? <laughs> Dave is drinking soda through a straw. Makes me classy. You're like a girl. <laughs> <laughs> Again, sight gags on a podcast. Sight gags. Yeah. It's like trying to drink it like we're in a 50s like soda shop or what are those? <laughs> so we actually, like, uh, we just got done shooting a movie. Mm-hmm. We did, we did. Yeah. We got a movie? Yeah. We made a movie? We made a movie. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so movie we always do. Yeah. Uh, we sprayed blood all over the place and threw gore. You know that, like, big pimple that I popped on my forehead? Yeah. And then, like, it kept getting gross? Yeah. Like, I scrubbed, but it's still stained blue, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It's weird. That's cool. It's a, it's a part of me now. We should have hit it with the hammer so that it would pop. <laughs> Production. Well, we sh- I was everywhere. hoping like we you digitally remove it, and then when the first hammer ball came, it like this is like there's a pimple there. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Yeah, we had a um, a fun time. It was like an impromptu movie. Um, I worked on it for uh, four days. Dave, you were there for three of those, three? right? Yep. And then uh, Jeremy, who you can hear, uh, chopping chopping broccoli, <laughs> chopping broccoli <laughs> in the background. Uh, he's Does he have to stop that? Say what? Does he have to stop chopping the broccoli? No, he's fine. It's, it, it's, <laughs> it's his house. It's kitchen. Yeah. Get out of your own kitchen, you God fucking bitch. So you stupid bitch. And, uh, <laughs> we're, and on, then, we're on the same level. Brandon, <laughs> Brandon and Jeremy joined us today to help with the movie. They did two days. They did do two days. That's right. You guys used on screen. We today. weren't completely useless. No, no. <laughs> there were a lot of times when we weren't doing anything, though. Like all three of us. <laughs> hey, there was just nothing to do. <coughs> yeah, the first night there wasn't a ton to do. It was do. a blast, though. It was fun. Yeah, I had a lot to of fun. To be honest, I just showed up for that first day for pizza. Yeah. <laughs> Essentially, we, we, got pizza? Day, we got pizza. We did do. I got $17. We were moral Marcos. support. I was paying you in advance. You did get $17 a month. <laughs> I, I was going to pay for it. And then he was just like, I just paid for it. I was like, we were we were the moral support. We were there for him. We were there to tell him how good the pizza was yeah. that he didn't eat. You know what it was? Actually, like, honestly, it wouldn't let me put in the order without paying for it. And I didn't want to have to go through the whole process again. So I just went ahead and paid for it. But I figured that the next day I was going to buy you guys lunch anyway, so I may as well just do it. Generosity out of laziness. I yeah. like it. <laughs> Pretty much. Um, so that was fun. It came out of nowhere. Uh, my uh, wife is on business, and to fight the lonelies, I came up with a movie idea as an excuse to get my friends over to my house. That's my next movie, The Lonelies. Fight the lonelies. And essentially any movie that has IES at the end, and yeah. we can somehow manage to make it look like it might be a little creature movie. Yeah, I was going to say put a little the creature cheapies. in it. That was one I was mm-hmm. going to do, The Cheapies. <laughs> mm-hmm. Has know. anyone done the poopies? The poopies? <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Can I'm we work, do the poopies? I'm working on and the it right sequel, now. the peepees. The peepees. The peepees. The peepees. <laughs> you know, I thought the poopies was pretty good, but then here comes the peepees and topped oh. it in every way. I don't think you can go there. It's going to have to just be the one. The creature effects was so much better than the peepees. <laughs> um, yeah, but it was fun. We just it was almost like making up a movie as we went, kind of. It was it was a good time. Yeah, I never got an outline. You never set the yeah, outline. Yeah, I forgot to. <laughs> well, no with point. you guys, I was just like, I kind of explained to you what it was. and Better when we watch the movie. Yeah. So. yeah, now you'll be surprised when you watch it. It's like, oh, it's got this in it. Um, <laughs> we used a new person. Yeah, we did. Uh, uh, she's credited as, I'm trying to remember her Reagan. stage name. Yeah. Regan? Or Regan Root. Mm. And she did a really, really good job. I was sort of shocked. Not because I thought she was going to do a bad job, but she was really gung-ho and she seemed to be having fun and she, she was never, easy to work with never complained and she like she really, I felt like she had a really good understanding of like why she was doing what she was doing like when we had to repeat things or get a different angle like she didn't seem confused by the process which happens sometimes with new people it's weird she was like a childhood friend and we hung yeah. out for a long time but I haven't seen her like or hung out with her a long time but yeah she was always kind of like liked weird shit too when we were growing up yeah. so like yeah. you know I mean, she told me about that, like, that you made her watch all these, like, crazy-ass movies and all this stuff. Well, her mom did, too. Her mom always got rented a lot of movies, oh, too. Oh, really? That's cool. Um, so we each actually have watched several movies. You went on a, a vacation. Oh, it's true. Let's talk about that. Yeah. Brandon went to Florida. Even in Let's talk about the Orlando part. We don't have, I don't want to talk about the hometown part. Okay. Talk, let's get to the hometown well, how was, <laughs> We want to get down to the fucking drama here, Brandon. Tell us about your family. Tell us the seedy underbelly of Florida. Uh, Cross City's still the same. Yeah. Still a cesspool. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody who's listening from the hometown, I'm sorry. I'm sorry you live there. No! Oh, you got him good. Zing! You got him good. Uh, okay, tell us about Orlando. Oh, we went did uh, three days at Universal slash Islands of Adventure. Mm-hmm. We got the uh, they got this cool thing where you can do park to park where you can just park hop. Yeah, and it's pretty fun. Nice. We yeah, went. Nice. I think we went to Universal Studios. I don't know if we went to Islands of Adventure. It's a good thing. Uh, Is there roller coasters there? Islands? Yeah. That's yeah. what we we went to that one. It's a fun it's a fun place. Um, Shirai and I like we when we go to Florida to visit we tend to try and do a theme park. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, Universal's always been like even growing up as a kid when my dad would come down to visit, Universal always seemed to be like the main the prime uh, well, you the know, primary. It's amazing. Uh, you know place. why don't you? Why? Because you can ride the movie. <laughs> and it's see here's the thing like I, it's so hard trying to explain it to Shirai and we were, especially when we went because I was like I point the the ride Mummy Returns I was yeah. like oh shit that's what it used to be King Kong. Yeah. She was like, Brandon, I, I, I wasn't around. I, and I'm like, oh, over there, that used to be Jaws. And the Simpson rides, that used to be Back to the Future. She's like, Brandon, I, I wasn't around for that. I was trying to explain this to her. I got to ride the King Kong and the Jaws ride. I didn't get to ride King Kong, but when we went a couple years ago, it was like the year before they tore down Jaws, so I got to go on Jaws. I thought Jaws was sweet. I, I love Jaws. I mean, it's real dorky, but yeah. it's cool. It's a real, it's a real bummer that they just trashed it and just didn't like update it or replace it with another Jaws ride like come on right. it's fucking Jaws man that's, that's what happened with King Kong well King Kong actually caught fire I think yeah and it burned down but see here's the thing like oh, man and like there's only one ride left that still has this magic and to me what was cool about it was waiting in line was just as fun as riding yeah because the, the waiting in line was a theme mm-hmm. and the one that still exists is E.T. I remember and E.T. and you actually get to your, your line is you're actually in the woods yeah, yeah. And I'm like, fuck yeah. And like, I remember that with King Kong because you actually were in a sub, you start off in a subway and you come out and you're in downtown New York and you start hearing King Kong roaring in the distance. And 
you get to a point to where a fire truck's actually lodged into a building, <laughs> and you're like, yes. Yeah, I would have loved to go on King, King Kong. King Kong, though, we had our host when we were there, and he was like, oh no, is it? Kong? He was bad actor, and like <laughs> the Jaws guy was good, but this guy was like, oh no, it's Kong. <laughs> Do you remember the Kong animatronic? How yeah, fucking huge! You that could thing was? see Kong, like the new Kong coming up, and you could turn around and see the old Kong they had. So you're like, <laughs> so oh, like, they had more than one. Like they did different yeah. things or something. One was one was hanging on a building, and he his animatronic huge ass forearm would hit the trolley, the oh, sky okay. trolley, and yeah. he'd fall a little bit. And then oh, the second cool. one was where he's actually like like, like sitting. And he's just like, oh, that's where his like face is real close to you. Do you remember the old Universal Studios uh, commercial they used to have, and they'd go through like Universal Studios and they'd show all their faces in the picture? I yeah. have, so love that commercial. I have the VHS in a clamshell uh, of all of the old, old rides, and it's a uh, it's like an hour long, and it's uh, the narrator takes you on each ride. Oh my god, that's awesome! They do T two. Remember the T two ride? That's still there. What about uh, the Hulk ride? That's Islands. See, I, I, that I was comic at both. Book place? I was at both. Yeah, uh, Marvel Island. Is I was at both of them. That's where they have um, that really cool Spider-Man ride too. Oh, that thing's awesome. God, fucking, and they have they have a Transformer ride, ride awesome. Universal that's just like it. Yeah. And it's actually like riding the Transformer ride. You're like, this is better than any other movies put together. <laughs> Do you ever take off? Because we had the passes, we could go really up to the front of the line. Take your uh, fucking 3D glasses off in the Spider-Man ride. It's even scarier. <laughs> you're just going up and there's just like flamethrowers shooting in your face it's like, <laughs> going up out of like a fucking spring and there's all these metal things jabbing at you and shit it's weird it's interesting like I always thought like I guess like Universal was the first like major theme park I'd ever been to and this was a couple years ago when I went with uh, my wife and her family and um, it gave me a new perspective on pyrotechnics mm-hmm. because in the the ones I remember the most is in the Jaws ride, and in the Spider-Man ride, when a, when an explosion yep. goes off, you could be twenty feet away and you feel the heat like a motherfucker. Yeah, in in the Spider-Man ride, uh, um, who was it? Is it uh, da, 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 da. Goblin throws a goblin a pumpkin bomb? Yeah, and then like right when it passes the screen, yeah, a flame like it just connects at the right moment, and a flame comes up above you. They actually yeah. shoot like a flamethrower. It's I always felt that the I felt like the Flames were too close. Like I actually was scared. Like, it's because you can feel the heat. Like, yeah, yeah, it's crazy. And then the um, the jaws right when the gas thing blows up. Yeah, yeah. Like, you can feel it. Like it hits the the boat. You're like, whoa! It's actually hot. The, it's like, I have to say though, and it's becoming a huge part for both parks. Uh, the Harry Potter stuff is phenomenal. Yeah, I haven't been on the Harry Potter rides, but I've been kind of <sighs> like in the different attractions and did the wand shop thing and stuff. And now really the cool. Universal has their section now. It's Diagon Alley. Yeah. And they actually they have a section where you go down Nocturne Alley, which is the dark part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's in Gringotts Bank. That's where the that's where the main ride is. And they actually have like an actual fucking dragon statue on top of the Gringotts and oh, every 15 minutes it blows fire. That's cool. It's it, what's so awesome is like so the expensive. level the level of detail it's like this is the fucking movie. Like you, what you. Well, seen it's in the movie? just like outside the um, wand shop. There's like a little gazebo, and there's a bunch of owls in it with their heads moving stuff like that. Yeah. Look around, and there's they even have owl shit like all over the place. And yeah. It's I don't know. It's really cool. It's a great thing. juice. Huh? I did. I we went. It's corny as all fuck. And it, I watching the entire time. I kept nudging Shariah, and I was like, you know who would love this? And she was like. Dave. I seen it. <laughs> Me and Jake seen it, and we were with my grandpa, and it was the Beetlejuice's head forehead was like 
way bigger than it should have been. So like, it's like you know, if he did a normal forehead, but his forehead's like up to here. He's like, Ugh. and, and they, uh, they do song mashing. Yeah. So then, let me let me tell you this. Okay. Because before you, this one's great. My grandpa's a big Universal Monster fan, mm-hmm. and the brilliance of this was they were uh, like he ran through and uh, he's like, now let me introduce the ghost with the most Frankenstein. And uh, Frankenstein comes out of a coffin with sunglasses and a saxophone. And my grandpa's like, that's off. That's off when he's turned around and walked away. For us, he came out with an electric guitar. Maybe it was that. I don't remember. It was something. And the, the, main, the two main songs they were matching was um, Sweet Dreams. Yeah. And then uh, Smooth Criminal. Wow. Yeah. It was, it was dorky. Did you see the Ghostbusters and Beetlejuice? No, but they fight. I think um, as we were getting ready to eat at the Monster Cafe, um, the Blues Brothers drove down the road for us. Oh yeah, and they were in the car like dum dum down They had someone in the back, and they were waving at everyone, like tipping their hat. And all the kids are like, "Who's that? Yeah, is that the Men in Black? I like the Men in Black." But yeah, it was cool. It was fun time. It's I mean, we go to Florida every year, especially to see mostly just to see my mom and or her mom and but. Yeah, I mean, mostly for you. It's Florida. It's hot. Bugs everywhere you fucking look. When you go swimming, the water's like 175 degrees. It's pretty much. Yeah, it's like. (laughs) You're like, I need to cool down. Why am I on fire? There's just constant ice dispensers being shot into pools. See, I've been in like different kinds of heat. Like, I've been in the Florida heat, and I've been in like the Texas heat. And I much better. prefer the Texas heat. Oh, yeah. Because it's hot. It's really warm. You always feel warm, but you're not a sweaty, sticky. goddamn sticky mess. No swamp ass. <laughs> Florida, you crack a window, you're instantly pouring sweat out of every yeah. fucking orifice. It's ridiculous. So and, goddamn humid. And see, like, we've lived up in Ohio now for six years. Yeah. So every time we go down, we're used to the north, we're used to the north weather now, and it's like... Our first two days, we were so fucking grumpy. Yeah. And it's just like, fuck this place. <laughs> Getting accustomed yeah. back to the, the climate. Getting but yeah. acclimated. I mean, nothing special. It was just a trip. Not just an annual trip. But yeah, it was fun. You tell that Beetlejuice he's a hasman. He's a joke. He ain't the real Beetlejuice. <laughs> he ain't no Michael Keaton. <laughs> he was the best part of the whole thing, though. Yeah, he's funny as fuck. I'm just kidding. That'd be fun to do, though. Because they'd get to the part of the song where it's like, Annie, are you okay? And he'd like come up behind them with a sign, like, who's Annie? Like, just like, walking around <laughs> and stuff. He was I never saw the, I didn't see the Beetlejuice thing when we were there. I don't know if, if we go back. We always talk about going back and we haven't gone back yet. Jared's got a good story about Beetlejuice and Universal Studios. Hey, Jared, tell us a story about Universal Studios and Beetlejuice. You kind of have to now. While eating a sandwich. He's put you on the spot. Right. You put my sandwich down because I left my bok choy to cook. So you gotta be I, on this side, Come on this side, buddy. Over here, okay, okay. So at one time in um, high school, my friend was talking about um, Beetlejuice, and I always wished that they wanted to make a sequel. And I said, well, they didn't make a sequel because Michael Keaton actually signed a 15-year contract at Universal Studios to play Beetlejuice at the theme park, so we never had the free time <laughs> to actually make the sequel. And, like, years and years later, we were at a party together, and I overheard him telling this story because he actually he believed, believed it? it for, like, a straight fucking decade. <laughs> That's it. That Michael Keaton was busy running around terrorizing small children for the entirety of his life. That's amazing. That's it. That's my story. It's a good story. So, when he was watching Nickelodeon, and What Would You Do was on, <laughs> and they would have Beetlejuice coming, he thought it was Michael Keaton. He thought it was Michael Keaton. That's amazing. 
Michael, what Beetlejuice was in What Would You Do? Don't you remember What Would You Do was shot at Universal Studios? No. Yeah. Of all yeah. those game shows. Yeah, and they would have like um, Blues Brothers and Frankenstein and stuff like that come in every once in a while, Beetlejuice. <laughs> remember Frankenstein and the Conan O'Brien show? No. Frankenstein Waste a Minute. Remember that skit? No. Oh, God, it was brilliant. Like, they would just be like, Frankenstein was always like a camera following him. And he'd always just be, like running, like and he'd always like waving a monument, like, and he'd like running through all these elaborate hallways, and he'd like get to something. And he's like, "That's what you're showing us, Frankenstein, a pipe." He's like, <laughs> "Okay, Frankenstein, waste a minute." You never seen that? One? That's such a Dave sketch. Like, have they made that for you? Me and Jake uh, loved it. Um, when I was growing up, I like Universal Studios was always like this mythic place for me because like <laughs> we never went to places like that, never ever. Um, and uh, well, the distance for you guys too—that's well, probably a well, bit yeah. Of, but yeah. I mean, it's not much different from from here to there. I mean, really. I mean, it's yeah. like three hours more. Well, I mean, like and as compared to like me that actually lived there, where it's just yeah. a two-hour. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I mean, every every kid I knew went to <laughs> went to Florida and Disneyland and, and Universal and stuff like that. But anyway, it was always mythic to me. And I remember the movie The Wizard. Did you ever see The Wizard? What, Is that, that Fred the, Savage uh, movie? Yeah, yeah. Fred Savage, Christian Slater, Bo video Bridges. game, right? Yeah, it's about a. It's a. I love the power glove. It's, it's so, so bad, bad. Lucas. Yeah, <laughs> um, he had all ninety six Nintendo cartridges, uh, but the in the tournament, the video game tournament, where they reveal Super Mario Brothers three, is at Universal Studios in that movie, and they show the park. It's like a commercial hmm. for. It's kind of like how Mac and Me was a, a commercial for McDonald's, and this was like a commercial for. Uh, Universal Studios, and so Weird. that was the part I was interested in. Like, I could fuck the rest of that movie. I wanted to see the part where they get to Universal Studios, and you could see like King Kong and shit like that. The um, I think the Wizard tape had that Universal Studios promo on it too. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, the House on Haunted Hill remake from yeah. the '90s. Mm-hmm. Uh, when they're at the uh, theme park for uh, for uh, Jeffrey uh, Jeffrey Rush's character. Yeah. Um, the roller coaster that goes on, the one that tricks them and thinks that that's actually the Hulk coaster. Oh, I think I, I knew that, yeah. Yeah. And you can tell because it's all green. It's also yeah. like the Raptor. Those rides are very similar. The Raptor and the Hulk. Oh, from Raptor from Cedar Point? Yeah. You're, you've been to Cedar Point, right? Yeah, yeah. Man, See, Cedar, Cedar Point was our thing because it was if, only like an hour away. Yeah. If you guys ever get a chance to go back to Universal, definitely hit up Springfield. They've made Springfield look amazing. Yeah, you said like they did the whole Moe's Tavern and everything. They've got Moe's now. They've got an actual Quickie Mart. Yeah. I really liked the Simpsons ride, too. I thought that was yeah, really that was fun. fun. That used like to be Back to the Future. Mm-hmm. They have any like cheap guys in the background? <laughs> like, is the main is like comic book guy there? No, he's not. Like I was Rockman. actually, a, I was hoping for a comic shop. That would be oh, sweet. The Androids Dungeon and Baseball Card Shop. <laughs> yeah, he's got a package. It's no longer a collector's item. Now, remember that? my life. You can get pictures with <laughs> Jeremiah Springfield and Lard Lad. Oh, uh, that's cool. Who's Lard Lad? His son. The donut. Donut. No, the donut. Oh guy. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I knew Jeremiah Springfield is. So we can marry our cousins. Remember Shelbyville? Yeah. <laughs> He's like, no. He had a silver tongue, right? Like, they dig Jebediah him up? did. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so now we'll talk about... We all watched quite a few movies, and I actually kept track this time. Me too. And so... Because I, I... For one thing, I watched more movies than usual, because I had a whole, like, two days where I just refused to work. And I was like... Like, I just didn't feel like working, so there's two days where my wife and I just laid around, and I just fucking watch movies. You want to get the ones that are quick talks out of the way? Like, we'll do boom, boom, back and forth, just to get some of the quickies out of the way. And then well, some I'll the just, ones. here, we'll just go down our list, and if we got something to talk about, we'll talk about it. Okay. So, I watched Duel to the Death. I've never mm-hmm. seen it. You've seen. Yeah. It's a, it's a um, martial arts movie. 
about the best fighter in China fighting the best fighter in Japan. What year is this made? Uh, 80-something. Sounds awesome. It's no. really, it's really really good. It's crazy. To the death? It's a ninja movie. So there's like a million ninjas. They all have ninja superpowers. There's flying ninjas. There's invisible ninjas. There's ninjas that can form a giant ninja. There's naked lady ninjas. There's exploding <laughs> ninjas. There's sand ninjas. Is there samurais? Um, no, not really. I think the best guy from Japan would be a samurai. He, I mean, he fights with like... He fights with Kenjutsu, like he has a katana yeah. and everything, but he doesn't wear like samurai armor or anything like that. Samurais are badass. Yeah, they were. Um, it's really, really cool and it's really, really crazy. It's one of my favorite martial arts movies, and it's just out of its fucking mind. And the fights are amazing. Who directed that? Uh, you know what? I'm not sure. Is it is it actually Chinese or Japanese? That makes a difference for me. I think it's Chinese. Chinese people are crazy. Yeah, their movies. It's are- nuts. It's nuts. <laughs> um, then I watched uh, Blind Fury, the Rutger Hauer movie. I bought that, but I haven't watched it yet. It's kind of like an American remake of Zatoichi, which is a Japanese movie about a blind samurai. Oh, okay. Rutger Hauer is blinded in Vietnam. He just sort of gets lost from his platoon, wanders into a village, and the people in the village take care of him. And there's a guy in the village who teaches him how to like function as a blind person and teaches him how to use a blade. It's not a katana. It's not a samurai sword. It's just a blade that they use for cutting up fruit. And he comes home looking for his war buddy, and his war buddy's got wrapped up with these drug dealers. And Rick Howard t- has to take care of his son and fight all these goons. One of them's played by a uh, Randall Tex Cobb. That guy's awesome. <clears throat> He's one of the main goons. And then they hire a, an assassin to kill Blind Fury. I'm just going to call him Blind Fury. <laughs> they hire an assassin to kill him, and he's played by Sho Kasugi, who was in Enter the Ninja, uh, Revenge of the Ninja. Ninja 3, The Domination, um, all kinds of ninja flicks. He's actually the bad guy Ninja Assassin, which is a shitty movie, but it's it has Shokasugi in it. Ninja Assassin makes no sense. Is he, so he's an assassin assassin, or is he actually hunting down ninjas? I don't care about it. It's just, that movie's so bad because it's just, like, it's really quick editing, so you can't see the fight scenes. Yeah, that's stupid. And just bad CGI blood but You know what I mean, though? The title, yeah, Ninja it's Assassin, redundant. it's like, assassin assassin, or is he actually hunting other, is he like a guy, assassin who's hired to hunt ninjas, which is an assassin assassin? I, I don't know. It's stupid. I didn't get more than 15 minutes in because it was driving me nuts. Um, then watch Wanted Dead or Alive because I was on a Rutger Hauer kick. That's a Riker Hour action movie. Aren't they together or no? Or is, what's the one that comes with Blind Fury? Omega Doom? There's like a double feature I have. Oh, I don't know. Omega Doom's fun. Have you ever watched that? It's That's crazy. an Albert Pun movie? Mm-hmm. Or Poon? I mean, it's 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 an Albert Pune movie, so you know what to expect. Like Nemesis? But, but it's makes, fun. I don't even know if Nemesis makes sense. I'm not sure that uh, Omega Doom makes any sense either. Uh, Wanted Dead or Alive is based on an old TV show, I guess. But uh, Gene Simmons from Kiss plays the villain, who's like a mad bomber. Doesn't he also play the villain in Runaway? Yep. And he plays the villain in a movie, um, what's it called? It's got John Stamos in it. Uh, I won't know this. It's a spy movie with John Stamos in the lead. In Vanity, Prince's old girlfriend plays the it's, love interest. It's best forgotten, Dustin. Uh, <laughs> it's called, like, Never Too Young to Die or something like that. And uh, Gene Simmons plays a cross-dressing... Like, crazy person. He's the only good thing about the movie. He sounds fun. Wanted sounds like Dead or Alive? No, no, no. Oh. He's just a, he's a mad Arabian bomber in Wanted Dead or Alive. He's a crazy cross-dressing maniac in Never Too Young to Die or whatever it's called. Please tell me their theme song is Wanted Dead or Alive. <laughs> oh, that'd be awesome. No, Young Guns 2 already had that down on lock. Yeah, unfortunately it's Dang. not. Doesn't Bon Jovi do the soundtrack of all Young Guns 2? I think so. I think so. There's a lot of Bon Jovi going on there. There's too much Bon Jovi going on in that. And then, because I watched Wanted, Dead or Alive, I watched 
DOA, Dead or Alive. That movie's awesome. The Corey Yoon movie based on a video game. Is that the Extreme Dimension? Yeah, Dimension Extreme. You know, it's a it's a PG thirteen martial arts movie. It's just <clears throat> it's terrible, but I love it. It's pretty girls, including Jamie Presley, who's really oh, really sexy beating the shit out of each other and Eric Roberts is the bad guy and Eric Roberts does martial arts. Let's let's get some Eric Eric Roberts is his best of the best one of two. Yeah, I know. And has martial arts. But Eric Roberts is underrated. I love Eric Roberts. I like Eric Roberts quite a bit too. He's in some shit bomb movies, but he's awesome. He's got one of the best lines in the specialist. Yeah. He's like, I don't remember when uh, he has that line when he crosses uh Stallone is Stallone. Specialist the one where Stallone's he's the a bomb expert. Pirate ten- yeah, okay. The, here's the line, like, I don't know whether to kiss you or fu- or punch you or kiss you or some shit like that. I don't remember. It's, it's fuck you or fight you. That's what it is. When he stares at him. Yeah, yeah, I think he does. I'm going to have to see that now. I don't remember that. <laughs> and Rudd Steiner's the bad guy in that movie. The main And James Woods is the other bomb expert, the bad bomb expert. The only thing I remember about that movie is uh, Sharon Stone naked in the shower scene. Yeah, she's in that too. It's not a, I, I, I liked it as a kid. It's not a great movie. And I remember at the end, he has his big warehouse rig to explode, yeah. and, like, the fans blow up, and they fly on and hit the car. There is an awesome scene where he has this whole building rigged, and it, like, explodes off. It's, oh, like, hanging that, off they're, like, that. fighting yeah, yeah, as yeah. it's, like, hit, falling down. I remember that. Um, I watched Sin City. Sin, I, that's a classic. Sin City's awesome. I watched Pacific Rim for the 400th time. I haven't mm-hmm. seen it yet. I have it, though. I have the Blu-ray You haven't seen here. Pacific Rim yet? No, I bought it. Oh, man. It's, I mean, dude, it's the best robots punching monsters movie I've ever seen. <laughs> I'm trying to think if it has competition though. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking, I was like, "Hey, the the statement stands." Uh, but no, I love Pacific Rim. I every time I watch it, I like it more and more. It's like the best Nazi zombie movie before they started making them again. Like it's like Shockwave's always advertised best Nazi zombie movie, as opposed to Night of the Zombies, not the uh, Bruno Mattei movie, Zombie Lake, and Oasis of the Zombies. Yeah. Congratulations. <laughs> yeah, you know um, I like Shockwaves. Shockwaves but, is amazing. I love yeah. Shockwaves. But there was two Night of the Zombies. That's the <laughs> And then I'm not talking about the fun one by the Hell of the Living Dead. I'm talking about there's another one made by uh, Joel M. Reed, I think. They have the same title? Yeah. Oh, gotcha. Um, now watch Chocolate, which is the <clears throat> martial arts movie about the... Uh, it's Thailand movie, and it's about an autistic girl who learns martial arts by watching martial arts movies. And uh, it's awesome. It's got great fight scenes. Oh, I wanted to ask you, does, <clears throat> does anybody know where that whole <clears throat> blind samurai kind of myth came from? They had a guy in Mortal Kombat, Kenski, and Dare, uh, Kinski. Blind Kenshi. Yeah, and uh, Daredevil. And that's just like a, a, a common theme, Blind Fury. Uh, well, I think, I mean, I'm sure the blind hero thing is older. The, the blind samurai thing specifically comes from Zatoichi in Japan. Yeah. Um, those movies started <clears throat> in like the... 20s? Uh, no, no. 40s? No. It's either the 50s or 60s. I don't want to say the wrong date. Probably right. in the 60s. And then they still make them. There's new Zatoichi movies. But it's there's like strange. 20 of the original series, like 20-something of them. And then, yeah. And uh, some of them are shorter, some of them are longer. And then there's new ones. There's a couple new ones. It's just bizarre to me, that whole like thing. Well, um, Avatar The Last Airbender has a has a blind character who's really powerful, too. Like, that's just... I think it's a popular theme is to take someone's senses away and it like supposedly heightens the others and then make them into a warrior. Well, that's every every like superhero has like a fault. Everything. Right. Yeah. That's like even in in Marvel when you make your character, you get extra bonus points when in the you have, Marvel you have uh, role playing game. Yeah. yeah. I hate to interrupt you from you wouldn't mind texting Shrey to let her know to come here. Yeah, I will. Okay. Um what time should she get off for? 11. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'll text her. Um I watched uh Street Fighter, the Van Damme movie. I remember it. Uh, <laughs> I love it. I know it's awful, but I love it. We, we still got to give it up for uh, what the fuck is the guy who played Gomez's name? Uh, Raul Julia. Julia. He's yeah. beautiful in that movie. 
Yeah, he owns it. It's like a Skeletor typical performance, kind of well, like that. Well, you, the day M. Bison graced your village with his presence was the most important day of your life. <laughs> That's such a... Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> For me, it was Tuesday. That's his life. Such a mean-ass thing to say. <laughs> He says that to Chun-Li. He killed her family, and that's what he says to her. Uh, I watched Sundown, the Vampire in Retreat. Blast. That's a blast. That's a really fun... Uh, uh, you haven't seen that one, right? No. Anthony Hitchcock. Underrated. It's on um, Hickox. Hickox. It's yeah. on uh, Hulu, and you should check it out, because it's really fun. Guy did Waxwork like and Full Eclipse. And uh, Hellraiser, uh, 3. Hellraiser 3. And uh, Waxwork 2. He did the second yeah, one, too, yeah, also. Yeah. And then uh, we all three watched uh, We're Going to Eat You. I was falling asleep because it was really late, but I saw the, the bulk of it. You got the gist. Of it was fun. It yeah. was cool. It was oh, fun. it was insane. All right, you guys talk. I'm going to text your wife so she knows. All right. Uh, yeah, that movie's crazy. Yeah. I liked it. Um, it was, I like, uh, I mentioned it uh, before watching it, like at, just when Dustin was reading off the synopsis, and I was like, this like the craziness uh, reminded me of uh, Encounters of the Spooky Kind. I have seen that, which is just as like it's just as insane. Like because this one was it was like kung fu with cannibals. Yeah, and Encounters of the Spooky Kind is it's kung fu with possession and, and spirits. <laughs> well, then there's Raw Force, which is kung fu with uh, zombies. <laughs> it's just uh, if you haven't seen Raw Force, you have to see it for yourself. Yeah, before I can determine about it. Is that the right number? Yes. Okay. I also watched ten movies Jeez. as well. I'll go over these really quick. I watched Bebe's Kids, which is on Netflix. I used I've, to love this movie as a kid. I've never seen it. It's really bizarre. It, it's a, it's like it came from a stand-up comics routine, and uh-huh. he died in 1990, but they released this movie in 92. I don't know if it was in the works beforehand, but it's essentially about this guy who's dating this girl, and she she's like a really nice person, so she, like her, she takes her friend's kids with her. She has to babysit them, and they're just terrible kids. They're annoying, ridiculously dumb characters and they go to this amusement park and shenanigans ensue and Tone Loke plays the baby's voice that we don't die we multiply we baby's kids it's ridiculous I actually really enjoyed it I think it's fun I think it's a key movie I like Tone Loke in movies like Posse and everything like wait blank check yeah blank check Mm -hmm. if you were growing up in the 90s see Baron Jamal you know who the fuck Tone Loke I didn't know him from his rap I see Cole Medina I knew Wild Thing of course yeah and I actually like the old Wild Thing the funky Cole Medina isn't it but you know what I mean? Like, he's just a staple of the 90s yeah. at this point. But mm-hmm. it's Bebe's Kids. It's still funny. I still liked it. And I think most people would like it, too. It's got some heart to it, I too. I wanted to try to watch it. I, I I always just assumed that if I watched it, I would hate it. No, I don't think so. Because I've seen it as a kid, but, like, I don't know. I also watched Everly, the Joe yeah. Lynch movie. I want to see that. It looks cool. It's a blast. It has a lot of, like, you can tell that the director, or the writer, I believe he's the writer and director, has a lot of love for action movies. There's lots of spots that pop in, and as the film progresses, the baddies get more ridiculous and over the top. I, I really like it. There's, there's like, a scene where they bring in, like, I don't even want to spoil the baddies for you in this. If The less you know, the better. Like, I didn't even see a trailer. I really liked it. All the whole movie takes place in one room. There's lots of nice camera tricks and stuff like that, and he's not afraid to get crazy with the camera, which is appreciated. That's, and uh, See, that different. makes you amazing makes me want to watch it because I don't feel like anybody gets wacky with the camera enough. These I mean, days. in the beginning, you can notice some of the shots. I think he gets a little crazy with the camera myself, and I mean, he has to because he's in one fucking room. Yeah, he? yeah. But uh, yeah, I, I uh, listen to their podcast, the Movie Crip, which I think is it's fairly educational, entertaining, and stuff. And you know, I heard them talk about that for so long on there that I really wanted to see the movie. Right. And uh, I bought it, picked it up at Best Buy. And, it was a lot of fun, Selma Hayek's in it. There's some good jokes in it. Uh, I love me some Selma Hayek. Mm-hmm. I don't know if there's... There's a little bit of nudity in it. Mm-hmm. Boom! 
You guys would enjoy it. It's okay, a, it gets over the top. It definitely influences from Die Hard and things like that as yeah. well. But it, it's fun. Uh, JR watched it with me. I think he enjoyed it. It was really good. I also watched all three Naked Gun movies. <laughs> Love Leslie Nielsen. The first one's brilliant. I've seen it on TV all the time. Uh, Nicholas Worth in it. Yeah. Love Nicholas Worth. Uh, the bad guys are Ricardo Montalban. Isn't O.J. Simpson, isn't it? You love O.J. Simpson. <laughs> I mean, I have no particular feelings towards O.J. Simpson at all. Um, isn't three? Is that... 33 and one third is that the, the third one that's the that's third, third one, one. Yeah. and the, the second one the bad guy's great too because it's robert goulet robert goulet i love him in beetlejuice <laughs> but uh he that one's fun as well uh and i love george kennedy he's such a good sport man all the like he takes his he's such a good actor he started off in like cool hand luke yeah. the dirty dozen and by the end he's in death ship the uninvited with a killer cat yeah. Creep uh, show nightmare two? at yeah nightmare at noon creep show 2 is one of his better movies later on in his career yeah. <laughs> modern day remember i showed you guys that music video they take modern day delilah and put it on that yeah. i, I like that one is Chief Woodenhead? It's yeah. Not. But I love George Kennedy. I think he's probably a, was a really cool, nice dude in real life, and a good wor- actor, working actor, good actor. Love Only we could get him and Cameron Mitchell together. I, I'm sure there's a movie. <laughs> They're in like every movie. But Naked Gun Three is definitely is not as good. I, I feel like it's kind of like the Austin Powers, like one and two, yeah. and they do a lot of the same gags, and they they make the gags better in two. Did you ever see Police Squad, like the show that Naked Gun is based on? No. Police Squad was great. Was it? Uh, I think there's only a season of it. <laughs> but it was it was I mean it was Naked Gun the show and it was the same it's the same characters, the same really? kind of human ne- Frank Drebin? Yeah. Whoa, wow. The Naked Gun it cuz it's Naked Gun is called Naked Gun from the files of Police Squad. <laughs> and Police Squad is the show. Yeah, yeah, well they're the Police Squad. Yeah, yeah. The show is great. They showed on uh, Comedy Central in the mornings. It was Police Squad and then Whose Line Is It Anyway, the old wow. British one. Nice. This is before the movie's made. <clears throat> or after it's, it's before yeah but uh the third one yeah. didn't have Leslie Nielsen in it did it yeah I think it does the, the show what? the show yeah. oh yeah no the show had Leslie Nielsen in it and George Kennedy I think I think Whoa. dude I'm gonna have to check this show out <laughs> but, uh, it definitely had Leslie Nielsen I'm gonna check the cast for it keep talking but the third one had Fred Ward as the bad guy which yep. is cool oh, and it also nice. had Randall Tex Cobb who we were talking about earlier oh, in there. Yeah. he was in the prison scene but it is definitely suffers from the Austin Powers for three. It's just like I've seen all these jokes and it's not really as good to me, but I, as the other ones. But it's still fun, you know. Yeah. Like Jeremy said something about the jokes when he walked in. He's like, these are just all like pop culture random references that don't really fit as well as the other ones. Yeah. Okay, I was wrong. It doesn't have George Kennedy. It has Leslie Nielsen and uh, Alan North, and it was created by Jim Abrams, David Zucker, and Jerry Zucker. It's a shit. Yeah. Wow. I, I didn't watch. know you guys didn't like know that existed. It's great. It's fantastic. And when you watch it, there are gags from the show that carry on into the Naked Gun. Just oh, like his car. Man. His cars are. He always is a terrible driver. Yeah, yeah I got, we gotta get this. It's we great. Check it out. It's awesome. I didn't get it on DVD. I also watched. Uh, I went on a spaghetti western Sergio Leone kick. Yeah, can't and blame I, you. I one day I stayed home with. I was really sick. I was like seven or eight. And I had like terrible diarrhea like i had to get up every five minutes did you poop. poop your pants i didn't poop my pants oh. but i ate a bowl of soup and i went in and pooped actual soup 
there's like a noodle hanging out of your butt. It felt like it. <laughs> but uh, I was watching, I walked once about a time in the West as a kid, and it was like a, it's a, it's a two hour, 45 minute movie. On television, it's like six hours, took all day. <laughs> but uh, I rewatched it, and I hadn't watched it in years, and I love that movie, man. I, I cried at the end. It's so good. Yeah. Uh, I love Charles Bronson, and Henry Fonda, I wasn't very familiar with, an mm. older kind of actor, but he has some of the greatest lines in the movie. There's this, this goon that kind of works for him that spies on him, and the guy has suspenders and a belt. And he's like, You could trust me, you could trust me, Frank. And he's like, You're, How can I trust a guy that wears suspenders? Annabelle, your pants don't even trust you. <laughs> your pants don't even trust you. Awesome. He's great in that movie, and the whole movie is just freaking awesome. J- J- Jason Roberts is in it, and okay. I, it t- I didn't even recognize him. He's also in Something Wicked This Way Comes. Yeah. It's just it's a fantastic, fantastic movie, and they also that uh, Dario Argento wrote some of the screenplay. And I, I know that. I really truly believe without these spaghetti westerns, you could say goodbye to the. whole the, a lot of the horror movies that came out because these movies really started the career. I saw that a lot of these guys. I'm sure that they kicked, they may have made a bunch of movies beforehand, but like I think uh, like a lot of these guys were understudies. Like Dario, they in well, Italy they have probably also it made it acceptable yeah. for Italian yeah, movies to yeah. like you know to come overseas to us and when well, they were making these movies for American audiences, yeah. you know they shot them. They in shot like them Arizona in, and Utah and stuff like. Well, that. they shot them in English with Italian actors yeah. and then dubbed them over. You know. it's... Uh, which is interesting, and I, I love the uh, the the thing that uh, Sergio Leone always talks about the train. It's almost like gentrification. A lot of the stuff with the train and kind of like destroying the old way of life. A lot yeah. of once about time in the yeah. in, in the West. Mm-hmm. But uh, also, like I said, it, it's just a really brilliant movie. And the flashback is just amazing. The harmonica and he always sets up. You can tell it's one of his movies. But it was cool to see Dario Gentile was on the story there. And then when I watched for a few dollars more, I watched Fistful Dollars for a few dollars more. What was cool about for a few dollars more? I, I'm not gonna be able to pronounce his name, but it was Massimo Adala Mano who uh, went on to direct stuff like What Have You Done to Solange, which is a a great uh, giallo that I love. Uh, I haven't seen it, but anytime... Very, very familiar. Anytime people talk about giallo, they talk about that do they always say, what have you done to Solange? <laughs> what have you done to Solange? Watch the trailer. It's, I love it. But the music's great in that too. And of course, you guys cannot mention a Spaghetti Western without bringing up the name Ennio Morricone, who's yeah. just, this is like the best thing ever. But I watched for Fistful of Dollars for a few dollars more. Once well, Time in the West. I know I didn't watch Good, Bad, and Ugly recently, but I've seen that one before. But I feel like Good, Bad, and the Ugly is most people's favorite one. I really liked For a Few Dollars More Once Upon Time in the West. And I like Fistful of, I mean, I'm talking about the yeah. trilogy. But, like, I like Fistful of Dollars. But I haven't watched Good, Bad, Ugly in, like, 10, 15 years. I mean, it's great. It's fantastic. But, you know. Yeah, Yeah, they're all all great. You also have another staple in in that genre, too, is the original Django. Yeah. Oh, my God. So good. Oh, man. Franco Nero. Sergio... Kurobuchi, I think he did that. And you know what? I've never watched uh, Django. Oh, it's you'd love brilliant. it. I, I like Franco Nero. I mean, it's stuff like Hitchhike. He's he's. You ever seen Hitchhike? No. I just like Italian movies. That's my favorite like country origin yeah. of film. Like by far. Like every time I watch an Italian movie, even if it's a bad Italian movie, I'm happy with. They're it. They're so interesting. Italian movies, especially from the '70s and '80s, are so interesting because their priorities are in such different places than American filmmakers. Like they're much more visual storytellers. Which is why you and sometimes the visuals completely take precedence over the story, especially Argento, especially in horror and especially Argento. But it's, that's why they they seem so fresh and interesting because it's just completely different set of agendas. And uh, especially Sergio Leone is not afraid to keep the air in the movie, oh, like yeah. just the tension. But I said, like I said, if they edited those movies nowadays, it'd be like okay, quick it, cuts. And yeah, it, I don't know if they have a Hans Zimmer soundtrack going. <laughs> 
Paul Greengrass camera work. I still really like his. Uh, I still like his uh, Broken Arrow Scream Two. Dude, but that's like I don't know. I think he used to be better. He used to be. Good. I, I, I mean, think he. I think now he just makes noises and people are like that's a brilliant score. Because a lot of <laughs> movies suffer from no good scores. Like yeah, even yeah. like well, Romero's was, new movies don't have a good score. I, that's a major problem. I was about to say that the thing about Sergio Leone's movies is in. Um, Spielberg's work is the same way. If you take the music away, movies don't work anymore. Yeah. Now, I don't think that says anything about them as directors because the music should be that integral to a movie like that. You know what I mean? Right. But um, almost just like, have you ever seen the thing with Star Wars where they take the, the, the ceremony at the end of A New Hope and they take the music out? No. It is the most boring, like, it's just so awkward and quiet and boring without the big victorious music. Yeah. You know, it's like, that's how important the music is. Or you can sometimes take away the music and add a whole new layer. I Spit on Your Grave has no music. Yeah, but but it was made to not have music. Yeah, yeah, it makes you uncomfortable because of it. But you're right, if you, like, switch scores and take away scores. Texas Chainsaw also barely has any music. Those movies are both uncomfortable to watch, though. Yeah. And you said that uh, Toby Hooper thought it was a comedy. It's like, this is not funny. <laughs> <laughs> you have to have a weird sense of humor. Um, well, I watched... Uh, um, I didn't. I guess I didn't have it on my list, but I watched Fist of the North Star. That's a blast. And uh, Fist of the North Star has actually an amazing score. The score is way better than it should be in a movie like that. But there's not much of it. There are these long, long scenes... There's no music, and it's just like the sound of atmosphere or the sound of machinery when they're inside. It's so weird and unnerving, <laughs> and not on purpose, I don't think. But it's really just bizarre. That's like one of those like huge B movie casts, like Malcolm McDowell's in that, right? Malcolm Clint McDowell's Howard, in Chris Penn, Vader, Leon White, uh, Gary Daniels, Costas Mandalore, who are both <laughs> awful, awful actors, especially Gary Daniels. Gary Daniels oh, is man. in Office Space, right? No. Mm-hmm. Who's that guy? I don't know. Not Gary Daniels. Gary, Gary Cole. Yeah, Gary Cole. All right. Uh, no, Gary Daniels was a martial artist who was All in right. lots of B movies. I just found a VHS of him called Black Friday, and it, the cover of him, it's like uh, I think it maybe it's the it's there's the um the Paramount. Uh, I'm not sure, but he's sitting there posing with a sword, and he's just like with that's one not the eyebrow. one I had. That's not the one I had. <laughs> <laughs> I hope everybody heard your two. But uh, for a fistful of dollars, I liked uh, less than for a few dollars more. I yeah. think I, for a few dollars more, I really like because they they really established the goon squad and there's yeah. like 15 solid. You're a goons. sucker. For I'm a, a sucker squad. for goon squad. And a lot of the goons were in for a fistful of dollars. I think almost all the fistful of dollars goons appear in for. A few oh, it's dollars like the same somewhere. damn cast. Yeah. Like I mean, what what's the guy's name who plays a Rojo uh, Raymond Rojos? Uh, I don't. In, uh, I don't know his name. Fistful of dollars. He's also in Indio. In a, for a few dollars more. He's a great actor, man. Yeah. I was actually looking through I know his, you're talking about I look, can see him in my head, but I don't know his name. I was looking through his message board, and somebody, like, in uh, Internet Database, somebody tried to compare his acting, like, to... He's, like, an uh, Italian and William Shatner, and everybody's like, shut up. <laughs> like, straight up, just, like, somebody's like, shut up. Somebody's like, you compare those two in the same sentence, I just threw up in my mouth. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, that's just, like... Yeah, I mean, he could never be as good as Shatner. Shut up. <laughs> Somebody's like, Harrison is space. Shatner's never had a tear in his fucking eye in a movie ever. That guy tears up whenever you want him on cue. It's like, all right, you need to act like you're going to be sad. And he's just like, all right, there's tears in his eyes falling. Like, <laughs> Come on, man. Shatner's delivery in Undiscovered Country. Let them die. It's amazing. 
Goosebumps. You sound like walking. Goosebumps. No, but the thing about Shatner is, I think it's more like an uh, an Arnold versus like a like a. I'm just kidding. You know Shatner's what I mean? Not, he's a charismatic actor. He's like yeah, he's actor. like a Daniel Day Lewis versus like a Stallone or something. Like there's a yeah. difference between like a really good actor and just a charismatic guy you like. Yeah. Like Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis is better than like you know what I mean than that. But I'm just saying like. <laughs> I'm not sure if Bruce Willis is much better than that. He has a very limited range, I think. Yeah. He can play, like, three different guys. What about that turnaround? That What, what turnaround? <laughs> the, turn, the fact... Wait, the fact that, that the he turnaround, has a turnaround is a thing proves my point. I like him. <laughs> I like him, I like I like him Bruce too, Willis a lot. <laughs> but he's, he's got a limited... I, I, I haven't watched this movies in years. Though. What else you watched? Oh... I hit up the Fistful of Dollars, Fifty Dollars Most Time in America, the Naked Gun movies, Everly Bay Base Kids. I also watched a couple I'm supposed to review. Uh, I'll probably I'm not sure if I want to get into them, or okay. I'll probably just video review them. But yeah. I watched Teenage Slumber Party Nightmare and Captain Z and the Terror of the Leviathan. I'll probably just do a video review on them, and they'll probably be up before this podcast. It's probably be up in a couple weeks, few weeks. So okay. I'll, I'll leave it sitting on there. Do you see anything, Brandon? Yeah, I saw some stuff. Saw some things, man. Oh, me and you saw Tomorrowland. Yeah, yeah. We talk about that, and we both liked it. Oh, I loved it. I liked it a lot. I didn't like it. You didn't fucking see it, <laughs> didn't I? You didn't want to go see it. Oh, yeah. Um, I was just fucking you guys. <laughs> right off the bat, like uh, right when the movie started, I, it was it was one of those movies that you could already tell this was something different and going to be something special. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I really really enjoyed it I think it's gotten some real shit online it didn't do well critics it kind of bombed but I think it's because it is made for people like Brandon and I who like sort of like optimistic brightly colored like movies that make you feel good at the end and Mm -hmm. the modern audiences are just really not so much into that kind of thing where's the tactical vests (laughs) I like colors though yeah, like, this had too many colors. They need to gray that down. I don't like watching movies that like unless it's like a certain type of movie. Like very rarely do I want to watch like a superhero movie drained of all color. I'm not gonna watch well, it. Well, I'm just they need to they need to get their seriousness and their grittiness out of my goddamn escapism. Because mm-hmm. that's what Tomorrowland is. It's just full on optimistic escapism. Oh, yeah. And it it was walking out of theater, I was like, this felt like traditional Disney. Yeah. This felt like they wanted you know how like old Disney movies are like we're not out to change the game. We just want to introduce a new world with interesting characters and them dealing with the situation. That's yeah. what it felt like. I don't know. Disney sometimes got a little scary. Like uh, something wicked this way comes might have been a little gritty. But it's a movie and you Return do. Oz. It's like a good message in there too. Like yeah. I don't know. I mean they get weird. But I just like colors in a lot of movies. Like there's some movies like I said don't require colors. Tomorrowland's colorful. There's a lot of different it locales. Looked like a lot of, it looked crazy. Um, there's robots and jetpacks and interdimensional travel and all kinds of cool stuff. And characters... And plot points that they don't even show in the trailer. Mm-hmm. Like, the trailer did not do this fucking thing justice. Because the marketing was kind of poopy for it. But, you know? like I said, they should, like, show less in trailers anyway. So you actually have something to look for. Well, they should have showed more in these trailers. Because yeah. <laughs> the trailers, as far as you know, they never leave George Clooney's house. Yeah, like... And that's, like, the first 20 minutes yeah, of the, the movie. Yeah, the trailer it seemed like it was the first, like, two minutes of the movie. Yeah. Oh, it's great. And then, like, George... I, I can't... I forgot the girl's name. But the main girl. But her and George Clooney together... Oh my good god! Chemistry. It's it was perfect. Yeah, they're really funny together. We had a good summer so far. Yeah, oh, yeah. What it's else been is, a great year? We got Jurassic Park next. Yeah, I hope it's good. <laughs> Water dinosaurs. That's what I'm in. Clever girl. <laughs> they just like rehash the first one and add like it's like essentially a remake with just like bad like one liners from the first one. <laughs> it's like nature will find a way. <laughs> um, another movie that I watched. Uh, been 
since I was a kid. I had found the VHS for cheap, uh, Joe's Apartment. I don't. Th- I think the DVD's out of print. Welcome to Joe's apartment. apartment. It's our apartment too. <laughs> We've been here for sixty-five million years, and we'll be here long after you. That's all I remember. Never saw it. <laughs> it's first, the first MTV movie, right? Yeah, that's how they marketed it. How many MTV um, movies are there now? Quite a bit. There's a few. They made a slasher series. Yeah, what were you saying? Well, Hansel and Gretel, Witch Hunters, was uh, really? an MTV production. Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. just went off Netflix, didn't it? Did it really? I think so. But it's not the director's cut on Netflix anyways, is it? I don't know. No, not the underrated. Yeah. I got the Blu-ray, so I don't care. Me too. <laughs> me too. But uh, everything with the roaches cracked me up. Hilarious. And like it's like some of the some of the shots they did, like when the roaches... Because the roaches talk through like different like trashy items in the apartment. Yeah. So there's like... There's like a pair of underwear where the where the we're <laughs> 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 like the he can't even talk about it. Alright, alright, alright. So we're like where you where you pull your dick through to go pee through the like the opening underwear. That yeah. was that's what they use for it to talk. So the roach in there is like, hey Joe, like that is just cracking me up. <laughs> they do things like that. And like it reminded me of Evil Dead too, how like the the cabin would oh, start yeah. interacting. That's a good comparison. And I was like, nice. Oh, that's awesome. Everything else Who plays Joe? Jerry O'Connell. Yeah. (laughs) His best role was in Piranha. (laughs) Sliders. Oh, fuck Sliders. Unless they're from White Castle. Actually, if you want to tell you, I think his best role would be Stand By Me. Yeah, you're probably right. You're right. Back when he was fat. (laughs) Um... But yeah, you're only good when you're fat. <laughs> Will Sass is like, I don't ever want to hear that 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 gag they had on the one he was oh, like yeah. skinny and then like and then he runs eats all the food he and punched like, that one guy in the face for no reason. He puts his foot through the stage. I love that one. But yeah, I mean it. It was it was. I don't hate it. I mean, if a movie makes me laugh or makes it will me make you laugh just remembering a scene from it. So. Yeah, you gotta have some worth. Yeah, yeah definitely. Um, I watched. I, I found it when we went to Savers together, Dave, you and I. I found the clamshell of a movie called Hansel and Gretel, weirdly enough, 2005 oh. movie. Is that the Asian one? No. no. This one had a bunch of people with Play-Doh on their face on the box or something. What? Um, Dakota Fanning as okay. a young girl's in it. Okay. Um, Sounds. Yeah, listen, to some, listen to this cast. cast. Howie Mandel is a wizard in it. All right. Any makeup? Um, I don't remember a wizard in Hansel and Gretel. No. Okay. He's like some kind of weird genie-esque guy. Okay. Bobcat Goldthwait uh, plays one of the trolls. And another troll voiced by Sinbad. Wait, they're voiced by? Are they puppets or what are they? One is. One's almost kind of like a weird puppet. Like there's some bad CGI. Like there'll be moments up close where it's a puppet, but when he's doing action stuff, it's CG. So I've never is Bobcat heard of this Sinbad teamed up? Are they like buddies? Sort of, in a sense. I'm, are they bad guys? The, the movie is. As, as poop as poop can get. <laughs> <laughs> when was this made? Like 2005. Ugh. And they had a clamshell VHS? Yeah, well, 2005 was the last year yeah. of VHS. Um, <laughs> what a way to go out. No shit. Um, Fuck you, Sinbad. I'm just kidding. I love Sinbad. It's, it's a movie that boggled me because I, I couldn't follow along, really. Yeah. It's not. It's not the traditional Hansel and Gretel story. They wanted to try and do something on their own with it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Off the wall stupidity. Who released it? Was it a major release? I don't remember this at all. I remember the no, cover when you bought it. I don't. I don't think it was a major release at all. Um, or maybe I don't know. I can't remember. Man, I'm going to look into this nonsense now. It's it's terrible. <laughs> oh, by the way, I looked up your stupid fucking Tammy and the Tyrannosaurus Rex or something. Yeah, it's out of print. It's like forty bucks. I don't know. 
It's like 40 bucks. Give me the money. It's a shitty movie. Why would... Don't buy it because it's shitty. It's not worth watching. I want to see it. Yeah, it's kind of worth watching. Because <laughs> it's so bad and stupid. And it's got it. Bernie from Weekend at Bernie's and he's the bad guy. Oh, man. And that guy was also in that Terry Kaiser. Yeah, Terry Kaiser. That is weird. I, I didn't realize it was him. And from a whisper to a scream, it just popped in. I was like... I didn't know it was him until I looked at his Without his mustache, he doesn't look like himself. He just looks like Alex Cord with his mustache. I confused him and Alex Cord all the time. I think someone should go through and take out the score to both the Weekend at Bernie's movies and add scary music and see how it comes out. Like when they did the great out of <laughs> Uncle Buck with horror music. Yeah, that yeah. was genius. Or like Day of the Dead with love music in the trailer. <laughs> so Hansel and Gretel from 2005, not a winner. No. Hansel and Gretel from 2000, what was that one? 2013. Is a winner? Hansel and Gretel Witch Hunters? Yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. I love it's a winner. Movie. It's fun. In my top ten right now. Yeah. It's like the modern Army of Darkness. Pretty much it is. I had a blast, but it was fun. Yeah. Except um, when he called the guys rednecks in the beginning. I don't think they talked like that back then, but we're not in real world. We're in a you witch didn't, world. You didn't like that badass opening line from Gretel? Uh, what? I'll blow your brains out over these hillbillies? I was all like, these hillbillies. fucking hillbillies. Hillbillies. When did that turn? They all talk anachronistically in the movie. Though. Yeah, it like, well, it's also a time period that absolutely it doesn't matter. It's, it's absolutely didn't exist. Right. Yeah, that's what because I'm they shouldn't have guns. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't matter. It's like Master Universe, like yeah. logic or like uh, post-apocalyptic. It doesn't fucking make sense. Yeah. Like I was saying, I said that I was like, I look back at Jared and I was like, then again, <laughs> it doesn't really matter. Then again, they do have a machine gun. That's what I'm thinking, you know. But yeah, it was just a weird. I I think like you um you were with me when I got it. The Hansel and Gretel. Uh, uh, I got that one with the pizza treasure island or something. Yeah, that something. It? Had a piece of pizza on the but box. It's, I I'm but I'm when I especially for me like collecting VHS like I don't go after like mainstream stuff because I don't think it's I don't no, think it's you not worth VHS. It. You, you don't you want... gotta find the weird shit the shit that just like does not. You're like, why did this even exist? People are like, hey, I got a Halloween on VHS. It's like, why? Like, you're not going to be able to see the movie. It's pitch black. <laughs> um, another movie, I did see one movie while we were in Florida. I watched Seventh Son, um, which, watching it at the time, I thought, eh, it's okay. Um, Jeff Bridges is hilarious. What he is plays... Seventh Son? Is it a comedy? No, it's a fantasy adventure um, based off a series of books, which I am now reading. New or old? Uh, the movie came out last year. The book series, the first book, came out in, oddly enough, 2005 is when it started. I've never actually heard of that. It's. I think it had a lot of production problems. Dustin was telling me that it... Uh, well, like, I, there's something, like, the production company, like, went under. Yeah. Or they didn't have enough money to release it. There's something weird that happened because it was, like, advertised way before it came out. Like, uh, years before it came out. It was really strange. I have seen The Seventh Sign. That is a bad movie. <laughs> That's a bad movie. Seventh Sign. With Debbie Moore. It's like a... I'm seventh boring. Sign. It's one of the worst movies I've ever seen. But you the first to- power... That's a cool movie. You want to know something weird with the seventh sign? It's in a four pack with Christine. Three good movies, yeah. The Blob and Fright Night. Columbia, baby. Columbia. They only yeah. got so many horror movies. But Seventh Son, like it's it was a movie I was okay with, and now I'm reading the i I'm almost done with the first book. And it's one of the things where like the more I keep reading, the more I just I hate that movie now. <laughs> That's awesome. And then the last thing, I finally finished up uh, the BBC Hammer House of Horror. I finally finished all the episodes. Did you ever, did you see the Silent Scream episode? Oh, that Brian really... Cox and Peter Cushing? That's my favorite. That's the that one I remember. That great. Um, is the, there house one was... that, the house that the house that bled to death is really good, what too. What about with Delham, Delham Elliott? And he's like the guy, Rude Awakenings, and he has the yeah, sleep problems. Yeah, That's yeah. one I remember, and I remember the Silent Scream. I and don't then remember uh, the other Pierce Brosnan's in one. 
He's in Charlie Boy, I think, that one is. That's the one where the kid comes back to life? I think so. I've seen that one, I think, too. I used to rent them. They were the Elvira's back yeah. at the uh, movie gallery. Well, see, I, I, I didn't know anything, because uh, I love... I'm, one of one of my favorite passions too is to like hunt down old TV shows that just didn't very like only lasted. Maybe I love those two. things, man. But I love that, and I came across the VHS set from A uh, and E. Yeah, they released the VHS set, and then once I realized that Synapse just released it intact with all the gore and nudity, yeah. I was like, oh, I gotta get the Synapse thing now. There's an old, uh, you remember like those shows, they have the anthology shows like Tales from the Crypt, and they'd have like one season ones. Mm-hmm. There's one called like Night Terrors or something, and they had one episode that had Luke Perry, and he was a guy who would suck out the people's diseases, but he would have to suffer through them. Really? There's this really fucked up one that scared me as a kid. I haven't seen it in Is years. this the one that was hosted by um, Henry Rollins? Uh, maybe, but I don't remember. It was on Fox? It was on Fox. Hmm. But, uh, That's the one I, I was actually telling you about, the one where uh, I think it's Bill where, Pullman's in it. Where you take... And cut out my episode when I was in the middle of mine. I want to finish my story. Sorry, Jesus. <laughs> He's like, anyways, he sucks I'm out. Trying to figure out what the fucking show was. You were going into yours. You stupid bitch. You stupid bitch. Sleepy Dave has arrived. Sleepy Dave has yeah. arrived. <laughs> I got. You could just you go through the beginning and see me get like crankier throughout. Yeah. <laughs> But anyways, uh, he sucks out, like, they show him suck out some girl's anorexia, and he's, like, they show him all fat in the mirror looking at himself, and then he sucks out, he doesn't know what's wrong with this girl, she keeps seeing she's, like, an apparition coming to the window, so he sucks it out, and, like, he starts seeing it, and, like, can't they can't get away from it. It's scary as shit. Hmm. But I think it's called Night Tears. What are you saying, Henry Rollins? Oh, I don't remember it? now. <laughs> I, I forgot. <laughs> Bill Pullman. Episode, Bill Pullman. Yeah, a lot of people confuse him for Bill Paxton. I never understood that. Neither, they're nothing that is alike. Weird. I yeah. wonder why. Because they're both named Bill, and it has. A- when I was a kid, I confused <laughs> them for Jeff Daniels because they both kind of look alike. They're both just generic. Yeah, they both look like blonde dads. Bill Pullman. Yeah. Bill Pullman has blonde hair. Yeah, it's like lighter. It's brown. like a lighter brown. People confuse me with Brad Pitt. But yeah, I mean, why wouldn't they? I Makes sense you to with, me. I confuse you with that kid we saw on that bike <laughs> at the gas station, stuffing his face with a hot dog. Or a corn dog, it was I don't. Know. I don't know. He looked like he looked <laughs> he was like just your, on his bike, like ready for like almost looked like. Uh, he looked like your hillbilly little brother. Pretty much, it was cool. He was sunburned. I wanted, I wanted to, I wanted to battle with him on top of a building with so swords. What's, so what's up with this Bill Pullman Night Terrors episode? What is this? Uh, I don't know something about Bill Pullman and a Night Terrors episode. No, I remember this one that had Luke Perry in it though. What? I remember one where they had Bill Pullman in it. <laughs> there's, this one, there's this one Luke Perry where he, uh, <laughs> like other people have ailments and he like, he like sucks them out and he heals them, but then he has the ailment. Oh, what happens? He sucks out this girl's anorexia. But that reminds the, me of the one where he looks in the Bill mirror, Pullman was in it. And he's oh, and does he, he's all fat. Does he, does he eventually like come out of a person and he's all fat and he has to be fought in a basement? No, that's Monsters. That's the one with Bill Pullman. Oh. Was Bill was Pullman in Monsters? I don't know. I don't know. Did Monsters ever have guest stars? Mm. Monsters is like, it seemed, I wonder if that show was like shot somewhere like in Canada. Cause I don't remember. But then what was the Goosebumps had a bunch of shot in Canada or was that Afraid of the Dark? And they had a bunch the, of celebrities in that one. Uh, Goosebumps and uh, Are You Afraid of the Dark were both Canadian shows. But uh, I don't remember any guest stars in Monsters. Well, they weren't really guest stars on those shows either. They were just people who weren't famous yet. Richard Mole was in it. Really? He was in one? I think he was uh, the one where the demons and he makes the. Is he is he pack. Canadian? I don't know. He seemed to be in a lot of movies, though. I think, like, Ryan. Isn't, I feel like Ryan Gosling was in one of those. He's Ra- a Canadian. Ryan Gosling was uh, Young Hercules. Do you remember Young Hercules? 
Was it also a Xena like cross? I think it was from the same. There was like that thief that was in one of them. There was Xena, Robin Hood, and there's a young Her- Hercules. They all crossed over, right? Robin Hood? And pizza. Not Robin Hood. No. I can't remember all there of them. Was, um, awesome. There was three of them. Though. There was Joxer, who was like a bumbling guy, and then yeah. uh, uh, Bruce Campbell played a, like, like a thief guy, but I can't remember his character's name. Speaking of Bruce Campbell, Jack of All Trades. What an amazing show, dude. <laughs> I love Jack of All Trades. Holy crap. Have you seen Jack of All Trades? No. It's fantastic. It's like, hi, Shariah. Hey, guys, what's going on? It's like a, it's like a revisionist history show. Uh, Vern Troyer is in it, and he plays Napoleon. And has superpowers. Is this new? No. It's from like the late 90s, I think. And it's amazing. In 1891, <laughs> the revolution had been won. Uncle <laughs> Sam's favorite son. I don't know. He was in that other cowboy show, too. Briscoe County Kid or something. Briscoe County Junior. Yeah, I don't. That, that show's good. And uh, Arlie Ermey, I think. Yeah, it was Arlie Ermey's in the first episode as Briscoe's dad. Did he die? I don't remember what happens to him. This contract was it's been a while since I've seen it. They definitely only got it for the one episode. <laughs> yeah, I never. Come on, Dave, get with the times, man. Come on. Well, Briscoe County Jr. had some like sci-fi, like science fiction elements to it and stuff. I do remember Mikhail's Navy using that movie. And then there's a there's a show where um, Bruce Campbell's with uh, Luke Perry and they're fighting. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> it's because I yelled at Dustin. I'm never gonna let that down. That's what you get for being snippy. I was gonna forget it if I didn't get it out. Let's get sticky. Like with those farts. Mickey. You ever forget a fart and leave it in there? No. <laughs> How does that happen? If you really want to know? Break it just down ask for us. us. How do you leave a fart in there? You just fart. You forget what about if it. If you want to be polite, you hold it in and then Wait, it just what? goes back. Jeremy, up. you've never held a fart in your life. <laughs> <laughs> he holds them like babies. Have you ever held a fart and then your belly just kind of goes? Yeah, but you oh, suck yeah. it back up. Yeah, where does the fart go? I don't know, I wonder... Into your bloodstream. Oh, no. <laughs> That's when people talk more and more shit when they have farts in their bloodstream. <laughs> Quit talking shit. Well, I guess I gotta stop sucking up farts. <laughs> well, we've been yapping for an hour. No. Oh. No, 30 minutes. Nah. No, it's been an hour. Camel corn. <laughs> you cantaloupe. You, you pot it. You, you pot eggplant. Should we, re, uh, should we uh, reveal a little more of, you know? No. We would get talking, we'd talk forever about it. Okay. We'll save it for another time. That's a tale for another time. Bye, everybody. Fuck off. Pizza. Pizza. Now you're stealing Dave's line? <laughs> Shut, Shut up, Brandon! Brandon!